Today, we're discussing the topic that has been most requested by you, our audience, and that topic is body image. What is body image? How does God want us to think about our bodies? Does our body image get better once we get married? Today, our guest is Katie Filkowski, and she's going to share her story as well as four tips to help us develop a God-honoring body image. So let's jump into it. Katie, we are so excited to have you as our guest today. We know you and we love you, but could you tell us just a little bit about yourself so that our listeners can get to know you too? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I am very excited to be here. Um, Something to know about me is I do feel like I'm a true Arkansas girl. I grew up in Arkansas. I've never moved outside of Arkansas. Um, and so, yeah, I grew up here and grew up in a very competitive family and um, love competition, love being active and um, went to the University of Arkansas for college and met the most amazing people there and actually grew a lot in my faith. And there was a ministry there God used that helped me understand who God was. And it's funny, I actually now work full time for that ministry. It's my sixth year. And I even met my husband my now husband, Adam, through that ministry, and we both get to work together and help college students grow in their faith and something we're really passionate about. Someone did it for us in college, and so we really love it. And we're also passionate, though, about pickleball and being outside. We actually just bought a house in Fayetteville, so we currently kind of feel like home decorators um, right now. So that's been a lot of fun. Well, congratulations to home ownership. I know that is a big accomplishment in today's culture right now. Um, but yeah, Katie, I know we're going to get to hear a little bit about your story and body image, but I would love to know how would you define body image before jumping into a little bit of your story? Yeah, to kind of like a really simple one sentence definition would be body image is how I feel like we view and perceive our body. And it can be like positive or negative, but ultimately I think we all are believing something about our body, whether it's true or untrue. And so I think body image, it really can encompass a lot. It can encompass the way you see yourself, the way you feel in your body, the way you think about your body. And so I think we hear body image and we're quick to think it's like this negative idea when really it's like our bodies are a gift from God. Like we should be thinking about them and appreciating them in a God honoring way. But yeah, I think our world is so consumed in the fitness culture, diet culture, clean eating. I think we now have unintentionally kind of lost what it means to have a true healthy body image. Well, body image is our most requested topic for us to talk about from our audience. And so I'm really excited to just hear more of your story, Katie. And yeah, just how you became passionate about helping girls talk about their body image. What did that look like for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I am passionate about it. And this is actually a very personal topic for me. Um, I my, The way I feel like I've navigated body image over the years has really led to an eating disorder for me. And um, it's an eating disorder called orthorexia. And it's not one I think you would naturally think of when you hear eating disorder. I think you think eating disorder, you're like, oh, she never eats or she harms herself. And 
Um, I wasn't doing any of those things. I truly thought I was being healthy and it's because I was being healthy based on what the world was saying is pursuing health and healthy body image. But orthorexia is really an obsession with eating foods that one considers healthy. And so I think what started maybe as like these pure motives of truly wanting to take care of my body, because when I became you know, a follower of Jesus, I'm learning, okay, my body is a temple. How do I want to take care of it? And again, I think when it started off as like, you know, pursuing these like healthy choices and behaviors turned to me kind of obsessing over them. And then honestly, looking back, they kind of, kind of became an idol for me. And so what started off as healthy really became unhealthy. Katie, thank you so much for sharing that. I'm sure it's vulnerable to share um, just what this has looked like for you, but I'm so grateful because I know so many of our girls are just feeling very seen and spoken to by you, by you sharing your story and what you said makes sense. I, I think it is difficult to know what is the line between trying to be healthy. Like I feel like I should be. And when does it become unhealthy. And so for you, was there a moment when you felt like you realized, okay, this is crossing over from me trying to honor, um, my body and treat it like a temple into, um, something that wasn't healthy. Was there, did you have that moment? Yes. And I wish I could tell you it was because I discovered it was unhealthy and that I realized that I was viewing, you know, body image or health, food, working out as this idol in my life. But really, it was God pursuing and intervening through using his people to kind of tell me. And so it was a very humbling moment. It was a very, I don't know, it was a hard day because I felt very um, embarrassed and I felt insecure when my husband and my close people in my life were encouraging me to actually go to counseling and get help because they saw my life as unhealthy. And so really it was, um, thankful today, especially looking back and it's like, God used those people to really protect me and really restore my view of what it actually means to be healthy. And so that's where I kind of saw the line from unhealthy to healthy was actually pursuing and living in reality of true health. Haiti, you mentioned that um, you were basically living a way that culture would have like just praised you for, like you're living this very healthy life by the world standards, but from what you've learned in your journey, what would you say the difference is in how the world views a healthy lifestyle and body image versus what the Bible says? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's, it, it's very confusing. It's very counterculture and um, how God defines sell like body image, food, um, like our physical health, like, and what the world is saying. And, and so it's confusing because I think the world is saying, you know, care more about how we look and God is saying, we need to care more about who we are. And so I think the world is really focused on our outward appearance and, um, how people can perceive us when God is saying, Hey, I care about more about your inward life. I care about how, um, you can make others feel and, you know, caring about how people see Jesus in us. And it's not about us, you know, being, I don't know, yeah, trying 
have other people notice us. It's, it's not about us at the end of the day. And so I feel like culture, again, has such, it's, it's also confusing because even if we are content in like having a good body image, I feel like culture through advertisement and social media is telling us we shouldn't and saying, you know, do this diet, lose this pound, you know, do all these things as if we shouldn't be content um, and have good body image. Okay. You mentioned good body image just a few times already. I'd love for you to unpack that some more. How can you tell if you're someone that has a good body image versus maybe like a poor, bad view of body image? Good question, Adrian. Or maybe you land somewhere in between. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you know? Yeah. Well, it would shock me if I met a girl my age who told me she has never had an insecure thought um, about her body before. And this is something I want listeners to know, like most girls struggle with this, even if we're not talking about it, we're thinking about it. And so bad body image, I think is when we're really just consumed and worried and insecure again with how we look more than who we are. And so it's when we're caring again, more about our outward appearance. And that goes against what God is kind of telling us to prioritize. Um, first Timothy four, eight, I love this verse. And it says for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way. And it holds promise for the present life right now and also for the life to come. And so a good question to even ask yourself, like, am I caring more about how others will see me when I walk into the room or do I care more about how I can make others feel? And so just prioritizing, yeah, like prioritizing godliness more than appearance. So I think that's like an indicator of like bad body image. And I have a few more thoughts, but that was one that came to mind. Katie, I'm really grateful for you sharing um, just how this played out for you and being really, really focused on eating healthy. I think um, a lot of our listeners will really relate to that. Just a really focus on, um, or yeah, just how an obsession um, on eating really, really healthy led to an eating disorder. I think for me, I've probably fallen on the other end where I really struggled to not cope with food and have really, really struggled to like have discipline in this area. And so from things that you've learned just about body image, do you feel like they would apply to both? Like for girls out there that are maybe struggling with a, with a feeling like, Oh, I'm, I'm overweight. Or I feel like we hear some things in culture where it's like, you should love your body no matter what, like no matter what size you are, like, is that the right mindset? Is that the God honoring mindset to have? Or yeah, for girls that are struggling with like, man, I want to eat healthy, but I feel like I just can't. And if I could just do that, then I would have a good body image. What would you say to that girl? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's <laughs> my mind started going all these places. Yeah. I, th- I mean, a big part of that is comparison. I think when we're comparing ourselves to others more than caring more about like becoming more of the image of Christ, we, yeah, it's it's not even really a body issue. It's a perception issue. We have a wrong perception of how to view ourselves. And so I think we also here, this was a good example. My counselor shared with me like imagine yourself getting on a train and a woman steps on and she sits down in front of you 
and you're looking at her and you're comparing yourself to her and you're kind of jealous different aspects of her body. So you kind of start to feel like discontent and low. She gets off the train. Another woman walks on the train and maybe you're comparing again, but it's the opposite. You're kind of now glad about certain parts of your body based on how you're comparing yourself to her. So within a span of two minutes, you've one felt low and now you feel better about yourself, but nothing about your body changed. It was just the way you perceived yourself. And so when I think we have a right and true value of, or a right view of how God sees us and what he says is valuable, then we'll just have a right perception of ourselves. And so I think if we fall in that trap of comparison, we're headed towards a yeah, bad body image. And then, um, yeah, for those who are like coping and, you know, it's like, there's, um, a great quote, um, that I can share with y'all that is in this book called grace food and everything in between. And it's amazing. It says, um, the pursuit of wholeness and that or value from weight loss or even physical wellness by means of healthy eating and exercise may seem harmless and even beneficial on the surface, but the pursuit of worth from anything other than the cross of Jesus Christ is just a sneaky form of slavery. And so I think just having a right view of who God is and what he says about us will free us from any kind of unhealthy coping mechanism. Wow. That's great. I mean, I've never even thought of it that way, but yeah, whether you like to use that slavery language, like you could be a slave to over-exercising, you could be a slave to binge eating, you could be a slave to obsessing with healthy food and really just trying to control, like you were mentioning in your testimony earlier. Wow. That's, that's powerful, but I think it is real. Like who are we a slave to? We should be a slave to Christ alone and what he says is true about us. That's really good. Um, I have a question for you. You mentioned you're married to Adam and in your story, you said it was kind of after you were married when a lot of this came out. So unpack that a little bit for us. Did getting married, was that like what changed your body image and your view of self? And yeah, how maybe was that different when you were single versus being married? Yeah, I, in a weird way, like it didn't change much because well, as when I was single, I did remember having the thought, man, once I have a husband and I'm married and he's telling me I'm beautiful every single day, I don't have to worry about this anymore. Um, I won't have a problem with like my self image. And that is just so not true. <laughs> and that kind of just shows that that never really was the problem. That's not really what I was wanting was someone to tell me I was beautiful. I was wanting again, to feel accepted and valued and, um, yeah, it's like Adam, he's amazing. I can't believe I'm married to him. And the way God has used him, especially through this recovery, um, has been so sweet. But at the same time, Adam can't be there for me 24 seven um, to always speak truth into me. He, he actually also doesn't say the right thing always at the right time. And, um, but we mess up all the time. And so if I'm basing my self image on what, how Adam you know, responds to me and how he views me, I'm just setting myself up poorly. And so it's funny because once I got married, I don't know if y'all can probably relate. Remember when you're younger and you just have a bad hair day or you don't like the way your clothes fit and your mom's like, sweetie, I think you look beautiful. And you're like, you're my mom. You're supposed to say that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like you don't care what she says. Like the same thing will happen in your marriage 
if you don't first believe what God says about you. And so Adam can tell me, you know, I'm beautiful every single day, but if I'm not believing in how God views me first, I'm not going to take Adam at his word. And so I need to take God at his word. And so I think, yes, it changed. Like I have a different audience member now, Adam's in my life, but really that deeper motivation of what I'm hoping for is feeling accepted and that you can only find that in Christ. Katie, I'm so glad you shared what you did because I think a lot of young women go into marriage. We all have, you know, thinking, oh, once I get married, I won't struggle with this anymore. And Adrian, we've talked about it quite a bit because, you know, our husbands are very complimentary. Did I say that right? Yeah. Um, Complimentary. complimentary. Yes. Thank you. And, but it is funny how you just, you, your mind just kind of switches off and it's like, well, you're supposed to say that. And so walking down an aisle and getting married will not change your body image. And I just think that's important for single women to know that that's, this is something that's important to work on ahead of time so that you can root your identity in things that don't change and view yourself the way God wants you to view yourself. And it seems like Mm -hmm. our culture in comparison, it's not going away. We live in a fallen Uh, and broken world. And so I think there's going to be that reality. We're always going to have to deal with comparison and mm -hmm. fight sin in our life. Mm -hmm. And so with that, it's like, I want to, like, I wish I would have started these healthy habits when I was single in fighting comparison so that it would be, I'd have some momentum to run in, in marriage. And so I'm excited we're talking about this today so our yeah. listeners can take steps to fight comparison right now so that they can be, you know, just getting a, building a track record in that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think I've definitely believed the lie that I won't compare my body to other girls once I'm married because I'm like, well, right now it's like, well, I want to look good so that guys will ask me out and you know, want to marry me. You know, I feel like that can be the motivation when you're a single girl, like, well, I want guys to like me because then I'll get married. And then once I'm married, I just won't compare anymore because I have what I want. But Katie, I think what you're talking about is there just are some deeper things that we're desiring than Mm -hmm. just to get married. It's like, we want to be accepted. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's just, it's just good to hear that we really need to, that's not going to go away when we get married. I've definitely believed that lie. So I know we've hit on a few, but what do you guys think are some benefits of working on your self-image and your view of self right now before, you know, even entering into a relationship or before getting married? Yeah, there's actually now being married, I see so many benefits. I wish I would have maybe worked on them more as a single lady. One being you will just build a deeper trusting relationship with God. Um, you will save yourself from relying again on a future husband one day to build your self image. And trust me, I think your future husband also wants you to be working on this. <laughs> um, but it just shows like God's word, like it remains true. It is the most steady thing that you can build your life off of. And again, if you look at, you know, things that just aren't steady, it's, even what our world says is beautiful. I think years ago, what was beautiful was this hourglass figure and having more curves. And then at at one point you said, you know, having big boobs and now it's having smaller, like, I feel like our definition of beauty is just always changing and that it's like, I can't keep up. And so that's exhausting. I think diets are always changing. It's saying, you know, eat more protein and less carbs and one saying more carbs and less sugar. Like, it's just like everything's so inconsistent and 
I think just knowing that like when we can build our trust on God's word and knowing that's absolute truth, it's just going to save us from so much toil and exhaustion. And again, a deeper trusting relationship with God that will carry into your marriage. Mm, I completely agree. Yeah, I do too. And what you said earlier too, Katie, it's like when you begin to focus more on yourself rather than others, I think when, you know, when you're working on your self-image as a single woman, it just frees you up to enjoy other people and you're Mm -hmm. not just so focused on yourself all the time. And I think God really Mm -hmm. uses people who are focused on other people Mm -hmm. and not themselves. Yeah. I think another one, I, yeah, you just get to experience it living full life. I totally agree, Kim. I think the enemy was using these good gifts of, you know, food and fitness and was using them almost to keep me from actually enjoying life with people and enjoying the life God was calling me towards. And I don't know if y'all have heard the book, The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness by Tim Keller, but that was huge for me in this journey. It has nothing to do with food, but it talks about how really it wasn't the food or the workout or the body image. It was just, I was so consumed with myself that it was, I was missing out on this greater life that God had for me. And it actually says all over scripture, it's actually more giving when we our life away, when we're able to just, um, yeah, think about other things in ourselves. And I think that's why we tend to want to distract ourselves or numb out and watch different things because it is more life giving and freeing when we're freed up to not be so consumed with self and how we look. Well said, Katie. Well said. Well, Katie, I know that you have prepared some tips for us, some ways that we can practically start having a God honoring um, view of our bodies. And so what would be your first tip for a girl that's maybe struggling with her body image? Yeah. So one tip would just be if you feel like you're leaving some kind of social media um, like Instagram or TikTok and you feel just discontent with your body or even just like your life, I would delete it altogether um, and do like the time limit thing. And just for that moment, maybe it's not forever. But I think, again, when, when it comes to following that trap of comparison, I feel like it's really hard not to compare when you're on those things. And that's like, again, personal experience. And so instead, I feel like I've, I've learned so much of a true right view of self-image and um, food and health by listening to great podcasts and reading books. And so just kind of replacing those two um, would be a great tip. I think another tip is to pray before, during, after a workout of working out in the gym, bring God into that and him into that moment, just praying and being intentional about it. Um, is so great for me. And even before you eat meals, like just make that a daily thing where before you eat something, again, you're just inviting God into those moments and you're not leaving him out of your health journey. Um, and then make a grateful list. I think again, we're quick to critique our body and think that we have to fix it or change it as if it's broken. Um, and again, I think when I say like, love your body, care for it, I'm not saying like, you know, I have this matter mentality. Um, it does matter. Again, our body is a temple when we love, like love is a verb. We have to take care of it. And so I'm saying just make action steps to be grateful for your body and care for it. And actually think of all the ways, um, 
for all the things it does for you and the things you can appreciate about it. And I love this. Someone said this to me. Um, it's not joy that makes you grateful, but gratitude that makes you joyful. And so when we make the choice of being grateful, it produces joy. So we just have to be willing to take those steps. Mm, I love that, Katie. Yeah, that's really good. What's been helpful for me too is just asking myself the why when I'm pursuing health and good body image. Um, what am I hoping for by doing this? And I, you know, just the culture we're in, I think we forget to even ask ourselves, where is this thought even coming from? Why am I even doing this? Who am I doing this for? I think we just need to be more self-aware of these health choices that we're making so that they're more actually healthy and they're not, again, like me being deceived and heading towards an actual unhealthy path. Katie, you also mentioned um, that you see a counselor. I think that you mentioned that, um, that you meet with her every week. And so I think that could be another great option, um, for our listeners. If you think, um, yeah, if you're listening and you think that counseling might be the best next step for you, um, definitely DM us. We'd love to connect you to Katie. I'm sure Katie has lots of great, um, resources. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've benefited from counseling in general. And so I'm sure someone specific that's really educated in eating disorders, um, would just be so helpful. So thank you for sharing that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Katie, I have a question. You shared earlier that, you know, it was people around you that brought this to your attention saying, Hey, I don't think this is healthy. Um, I think it's out of balance a little bit. How does a young woman know when she's out of balance? You know, cause if we're we're trying to exercise, we're trying to eat healthy. I mean, at what point does it become out of balance? At what point does a young woman think, okay, I need to get a counselor? Maybe someone doesn't have people in her life like you did that lovingly said, hey, Katie, here's something's not quite right here. How? Would, mm-hmm. What could you speak into that? Yeah, I think... So now knowing this information, if someone would have told me if I had this like punishment versus reward mindset towards food or working out, I would maybe have been able to recognize that that's not healthy and that maybe I needed to talk to someone about that. And I think a lot of us feel like we need to justify why we can eat something or why we can't eat. something. And when we do that, we're pretty much categorizing good and bad food or, you know, I, oh, I worked out today. Therefore I can eat this. I feel good about eating this now. And it's like, well, no, like, um, food isn't bad. Yes. There's some food that has more nutritional value, but we don't have to feel justified when to eat or to not eat something. And we don't have to work out from this because we feel like we need to, or I should work out. That's us feeling we have to punish our bodies when God allows us to move and work out with joy, it's, and God says that his love, there's no form of punishment. There's no fear. And so I think when you're pursuing any of these like health choices out of fear, um, I think that's an indicator that, yeah, that's just not healthy. And we don't have to live that way. We don't have to live in fear and feel like we have to manage our bodies. And again, justify why we should, or, 
and why I can eat something. But I think that that is a good indicator. Well, Katie, you've given us so many good tips of just, you know, for us that are struggling with body image, what would be some practical steps moving towards having a healthy body image? What would you share with us and our listeners? Yes, there are so many practical steps. I feel like choosing again to believe what God says about us more than what we think of ourselves. And um, first Corinthians four, three through four, Paul is pretty much saying like, Hey, I'm not judged by you. I don't even judge myself. I care about what God says about me. And I think a lot of times we can be quick. Like, oh, I don't care what people think. I feel like we do, or at least we care what we think about ourselves. And that comes from what people think of us. So I think, yeah, choosing to believe what God says, I think again, choosing gratitude and not critiquing body and inviting God into our health journey. There's a great book called move for joy. And it, yeah, it talks about how we should be moving with joy and it should be a response for loving our bodies well and we can worship god with our workouts and our fitness and um, he doesn't want us to leave him out of it and then i think a huge one is viewing our bodies as an instrument and not an ornament and so i think this was huge for me too because like why would i give myself or why would i give so much of my energy and my time and my thoughts to controlling my body and how it will look and how I can keep it looking a certain way when ultimately it's not going to last. Like my body was made and given to me to live out a greater purpose and knowing that God loves me and he like so much that he was willing to send Jesus to die for me. It's like there, yeah, there's just a bigger, more purposeful life to live than caring too much about how we look and how others perceive us. So like those are things that God has used to really help me um, feel free from bad and poor body image. Well, Katie, I am so thankful for you and just sharing those tips. Like it's, I think you're just really bringing hope to an area that has brought people a lot of shame. And so thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. And I think too, it's just so helpful to know, you know, I'm so grateful for the podcast and just for your willingness to share because you know, it just, it's so comforting to know that, you know, you're not alone, that someone else has dealt with this and, you know, they can kind of participate in our discussion just by listening. And, uh, so I, I do, I really think you've given a lot of hope to our listeners and, uh, just appreciate your vulnerability. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Again, it was like you said, Kim, people willing to come in and speak truth in my, into my life and, maybe you don't have those people. Maybe this podcast is something that God is using in your life, but I really do encourage listeners. Like the most healing thing for me was going to God's word, investigating, seeing what he has to say about it. And then being willing to be honest with, be honest with people and talk about it. I promise you, the more we can talk about this and invite people in, um, God's just, yeah, it's, we're just not going to feel alone. We're not going to feel shame. And you're going to actually feel a lot of freedom and hope. And I'm saying that from on this end of it. So Katie, is there anything else that before we kind of wrap things up that you want young women to know? Well, I, I think what also as a Christian, um, a woman who really loves Jesus and I know my identity again, we can still, it's hard. I feel like to 
sometimes always see what we're not surrendering to God. And that was just one area that it felt confusing. How do I surrender my health to God? And I was just confusing willpower with discipline, with self-control. And so willpower is this like short lived thing, but self-control and discipline is sustained over time. And it actually moves me to be more on the Holy spirit, less on myself. And so you feel like you're doing something with your own willpower and strength. It's actually not self-discipline. It's just your own self-grit. And so that was always a good indicator for me to like differentiate, um, you know, is this self-control or is this just willpower? If it's not actually growing me closer to God and growing in godliness and righteousness, I'm just doing it to make me feel good. Even though from as Christian, it looks like this is a good thing. I should be a disciplined person, but it actually wasn't glorifying to God. So that was a good thing that God helped me realize as well. Well, Katie, thanks again for joining us and sharing your story. And um, I'd love to post, are you back on Instagram now? Yes. And we have my husband and I, we have a joint account. So it's the Philkowskis. So I love that. I'll, um, I'd like to post that um, on the show notes so that if a young woman wanted to reach out to you that she could, would that be okay? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, we, uh, yeah, thank you just for helping us understand what body image is and what a healthy self image looks like and what maybe a not so healthy self image looks like and just some tips to really grow in having a healthy self image. So we appreciate all of that good content. Thank you so much. And you mentioned a few books. We'll link those in the show notes also. And, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for sharing with us. And to our listeners, we are so grateful that you carved out some time to be with us this week. And uh, we enjoy having these conversations with our guests and with you. We are honored that you're here. And we still have a lot more to talk about, so we hope you'll join us again next week.